Welcome to the Author Hangout, where we interview best-selling authors and experts in the book publishing industry to reveal the tips and advice you need to succeed as an author in today's publishing landscape. Enjoy the show. Who said this? Marketing transcends beyond books. Everything is about marketing. As an author, you're not just marketing books, you're marketing you and you're marketing yourself. Tom Corson Knowles. And he said it in episode 46 of The Author Hangout. Hi, I'm Sean Manaher here, welcoming you to a throwback episode of The Author Hangout. So for the next four weeks, we'll be sharing full replays of some of the top episodes of our show, including this one from Tom Corson-Knowles. Listen in to what Tom has to share and then a little commentary from me at the end. Enjoy the show. He's a serial entrepreneur blogger, and international best-selling author with a passion for teaching new and established authors how to attain success on Amazon Kindle. Besides launching ebookpublishingschool.com, a popular video training program for budding authors, he also founded TCK Publishing, a leading ebook publishing firm that provides marketing support for clients. His bestsellers include the Kindle Publishing Bible, the Kindle Writing Bible, and Secrets of the Six-Figure Author. Here to share his incredible story is the master of successfully writing, publishing, and marketing ebooks, Tom Corson Knowles. Tom, nice to have you on the Author Hangout. Thanks so much, Tom. It's great to be here. Yeah, and Tom, why don't we get things rolling with uh, you sharing the story on how you became an author. So why don't you go back, give us the scene, help us to understand what was going on in life, and uh, share with us that story. Yeah, absolutely. So I was in uh, business school at Indiana University, Kelly School of Business. Uh, I was 19 years old, and I read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it really changed my life. It changed how I saw the world, and it inspired me to start, first of all, to start reading more books. I started, it was my first personal development book I'd ever read. Mm. You know, before that, I'd read, you know, novels and textbooks for school, and that was pretty much it. And so I, I read this book, and I realized, wow, you know, the knowledge and ideas and books have the power to not just change, not just entertain me for a day, but actually change yeah. the way I see the world and to, to change the results that I can create. And at that time, I was really scared because all my classmates were going to Wall Street, right? That was the dream of every mm-hmm. business school graduate at that time. It was right before the financial crisis hit, by the way. So all my classmates lost their jobs when they did go on Wall Street. But Whoa. but that was the dream, right? And, and I I didn't like that dream because I saw my classmates working 100 hours a week, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep, had no social life. Uh, you know, they were basically just just high-paid slaves, and they, mm. and many of them were miserable. They would call me in tears. They were so miserable, and I realized, look, you know, if I if I stay on the path I'm at now, my life is going to suck. You know, it's just it's just not going to be <laughs> the kind of life I really want to live. And so that inspired me to write a book, which is really just for me. It wasn't, you know, I didn't initially plan to publish it or share it with anyone. It was really just for me to write kind of a manifesto of what I wanted my life to look like, what what success looked like to me. Because I had seen really clearly that Wall Street was not the kind of success I wanted. That lifestyle was not the kind of success I wanted. So I had to really get clear. And I didn't know at the time I wrote, I started writing. I didn't know exactly what I wanted. I just knew that was not what I wanted. And so I wrote that, that kind of personal manifesto just for me to, to really get clear on the kind of life that I wanted, you know, because I knew mm-hmm. it was a time in life where I had to kind of start to choose, you know, how to make money and how to live and, and uh, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't really make a big mistake and go down the wrong path and end up regretting it later. So that's why I started writing the book. 
And it kind of evolved and wrote it over a couple of years and uh, shared it with a few friends and family members. And, you know, the typical story, they all encouraged me to, you know, this is great. You should get it published. You should find an agent. Yeah. You know, so I spent I spent several years, about six years, trying to find an agent, trying to find a publisher. And, you know, Sean, like most authors are really happy if, you know, you get like a rejection letter, right? Like, you you, you know, you send out all these, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, query letters and, you know, the book proposals because of nonfiction uh, and, you know, the phone calls and emails and everything. And, you know, you're, you're happy when you get a rejection letter because it means someone read your work and they cared enough to give you some feedback. Well, I never got one. I never got any letter, no response. I mean, I never mm-hmm. heard. It was just like crickets. I never heard anything back from, from anyone in the industry. And and that was like so depressing. I was like, man, my book must be so yeah. bad that no one even cares enough to respond to me. Um, and so I pretty much gave up on that dream for a couple of years, uh, for about six years, until about four years ago, someone just offhand mentioned, you know, why don't you just self-publish your books on Kindle? And by that time, four years ago, I actually didn't have just that one book. I had like 10 different manuscripts on my computer that were all mm. in various stages of, of, of being written because I just love to write. You know, like I would, I would write if I wasn't paid for it because I just find it's a great way to, first of all, learn. My passion is learning. I love learning. And to really just express my ideas and clarify my ideas. So I had all these manuscripts kind of, you know, in different stages of, you know, half written and so forth. And my friend just said, you know, why don't you just self-publish on Kindle? And at the time, I had no idea what that meant. I didn't even know it was possible. I mean, I, I had a, a Kindle ebook reader, so I knew you could read ebooks, but I didn't know there was yeah. like a way to self-publish. Because when I started 10 years ago, Sean, the way that you self-published a book was you went to a printer, you paid them like $25,000 to print 5,000 copies of your book, which would then sit in your garage. And then every time you sold a book, <laughs> which you would actually have to go out and physically sell your book, you would actually have to take a book out of the box in your garage, put it in an envelope, write the person's address, you know, collect the money, ship it to them, all that stuff, right? And it was just like yeah. a giant headache. And I didn't have the money at the time, so there was no way that self-publishing, you know, I wouldn't even consider it back then. Um, but when you talk about ebooks, I, I started doing the research. I read every book I could find. And I realized pretty quickly that this was something totally new. Is you know, it was KDP, you know, Kindle Direct Publishing mm-hmm. through Amazon, um, publishing your ebooks on Kindle. And they just made this like really super easy um, streamlined process for publishing for really anyone anywhere in the world who could publish their book as an ebook and you know share it out with the world. And so that's what I did. Um, that's how I got started. Uh, and you know I checked back in my account like a month later and I saw I had like 14 sales and I was jumping up huh. and down. Sean, I was so excited. That was like the light bulb <laughs> moment for me because I knew immediately. Look, if I can sell 14 books, and by the way, mm. I didn't tell anyone I had published my book. Like I was so embarrassed. Wow. That I had published my book, that I had had to self-publish it. I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't want to do any marketing. I certainly didn't want my family or friends to know because I was embarrassed that I had to self-publish my book. But when I saw those 14 sales, Sean, I immediately realized, look, people like this stuff. They want this stuff. They want more. And imagine if I treated this like a business instead of a hobby, if I treated this like a real business and started writing more and publishing more and getting my message out there, imagine the impact I could have. And so 12 months later, I had my first $12,000 a month from ebook royalties alone just on Amazon Kindle. And uh, that's, that's, so that's the story of how I got started and how I, how I started self-publishing. Wow. And talking about the life you want to live when you were writing all of what your life would be, how close to that original manuscript is your life today? Uh, I would say it's pretty close. I mean, it's definitely changed. Um, yeah. But I can definitely say in terms of financially, I've achieved it. You know, like I, I don't worry about money anymore. I wake up when I, when I think about work, it's not working. Wait, 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 wait. Tell, tell, tell everyone where you wake up. I wake up in Hawaii. I live in Hawaii, in Kauai, <laughs> Hawaii. Um, the Garden Island. It's beautiful. It's paradise here. 
And this is really what I wanted for my life was just just to 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 kind of escape the rat race, to not have to be stuck on Wall Street, to not have someone else telling me what to do, and to be able to wake up every day with you know the intention to just make the world a better place and to help people and to give back. And so that's what you know that's why I'm on the podcast today. That's why I write books. That's why I record videos and training courses for people because I just want to share knowledge and information and make the world a better place. That's really my mission. And so you know I'm totally blessed to be able to have the income from my books and my courses and so forth, where I just don't have to worry about, you know, if I can pay the rent this month, it's, it's, mm. you know, that, that's, that was my dream. That was my dream back then. And, and, and I've achieved that. And, you know, I have bigger and better dreams, but, um, you know, for me really, it's just about making the world a better place. Like, like if I can do that, like if one person listens to this interview and it changes their life, they write a book, they publish a book, you know, that creates ripple effects. And, you know, I really believe that authors change the world. You know, whether you write fiction, nonfiction, doesn't matter. You know, your stories, your information, your ideas, they change people's lives. Uh, you know, look at, look at, you know, movies, that, like, look at pop culture. Like, that changes how people think. Like, entire generations mm-hmm. are shaped by the movies and the, and the books and the novels and the culture that we create, that authors create. So, I think that's a, an incredible mission and an incredible responsibility, and I want to help people, you know, make the most of that opportunity to make the world a better place. So, Tom... Why don't we talk about your business as it sits today? How are you helping authors uh, with their own publishing, marketing, and getting their books out to the world? So there's there's a couple of different ways. So um, my main focus is education. I think people who have who are educated, who have the right knowledge, the right ideas, they're the ones who are going to be successful. So everything I do really revolves around giving people the right. Uh, knowledge and ideas and strategies that are working right now for success. And so the only way I really know how to do that is just like trial and error and figuring out mm. what works for me and figuring out what works for my clients and then just sharing that with other people. So I share, you know, through my blog. I've got a YouTube, uh, YouTube channel. I have tons of free content on there. I've got ebook publishing school. It's my free video training course. And, you know, in the, by the end of the second video, you can have your book published on Kindle and done. Even if you have no idea, you know, how to do it, any of the technical stuff, I show you all that in the videos. Um, you know, I've got a podcast show, the Publishing Profits podcast show, uh, where I do something very similar to what you're doing, Sean, and I interview other successful authors and see, you know, what's working for them. So for me, it's really all about education. And that's like everything in my business is about education. And I also have a publishing company, so we have publishing clients, you know, so authors come to us. And, and really how, how I created that was I, I created a video course um, to teach people how to self-publish on Kindle. It's, it's available on Udemy. A lot of people have heard of it. It's called How to Become a Best-Selling Author on Amazon Kindle. Mm-hmm. And we've had over 14,000 students go through that course. And the reason I created the publishing company is because like half the students who went through that course said, Tom, I love the course. I love everything you teach, but all that technical stuff and all that marketing stuff, can you just do it for me? Hmm. And I was, I was shocked. I mean, I was like, you know, back then I didn't have any dreams of starting a publishing company. It was just, you know, me in my room writing books and publishing and sharing my information with people. And, and I realized, you know, there's a lot of people who just aren't like me. Like, I'm very entrepreneurial. I'm very high energy. I talk really mm-hmm. fast. So if you can't understand some things I say, sorry about that. But it's just it's just my personality. It's just who I am. And I'm, yeah. I'm a go-getter. I get things done. And there's other people out there who, you know, they just want to stay home. And they just want to write and have a partner who does the business side yeah. and the marketing stuff. And and that's what I learned in the, my years in the business is that there's really three parts to being an author. There's the writing side of the business. There's the publishing side of the business and there's the marketing side of the business. And you have to, in order to have success financially and to really reach a lot of people, you have to be or you have to have a team that masters all three of those areas, the writing, the publishing, and the marketing. And so, you know, if you're listening right now and you don't want to, you know you don't want to do the publishing part, you know you don't want to do the marketing part, 
or maybe even don't, you know you don't want to do the writing part. You want to have a partner or a co-author do the, most of the writing for you. Um, you know, understand where you're at on those three dimensions and make sure if you're, if you're not good at one of those areas and you don't want to learn how to get good in those areas, that you find partners, you find team members who can do that for you and who become really, really great at that. Because, you know, just writing the, the best novel in the world or the best book in the world is not enough to be successful. You have to master all three areas. And, Tom, in mastering these three areas, I'm sure that you came in across your own struggles in trying to market your book. So can you share with us a time when you did struggle to market your book? And then what did you do to overcome that struggle? That's a great question. Um, I mean, for me, marketing transcends just beyond books. I mean, everything is marketing. Like, and, and as an author, you're not really just marketing your books. You're marketing you. You're marketing yourself. Uh, so even if you're doing something like, you know, writing a blog post and doesn't directly sell a book, that's still marketing and that's still really important. And so uh, for me, I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years, Sean. So by the time I, I started mm-hmm. publishing, you know, I've been blogging for 10 years and, and, you know, creating videos online for 10 years. So by the time I actually self-published my, my ebooks on Kindle, I had a little bit of a following on my blog. I had a little bit of following on YouTube. So I'd kind of overcome most of those early challenges. But I can tell you, when I first got started with blogging and with trying to connect with people online, I think mm-hmm. one of my biggest challenges with marketing was I just didn't, I did not have a way to stay in touch with people consistently, right? Because people mm-hmm. could come to my blog and they could sign up for the RSS feed, but it, it was really just a one-way channel. It was just me writing on the blog, sharing with people, and there was very little feedback. I was getting very little feedback from people. Very few people were commenting on my videos mm-hmm. or my blog. And I wasn't really getting that interaction. And it wasn't until I started building my email list that that really changed. And I started to get feedback from people. And feedback is so important. Like as an author, as a creative person, you have to have feedback from your audience to figure out how to do it better. Like no one starts out perfect. We all start at zero. You know, the first book anyone writes is probably going to be a pretty bad book because it's your first time. You're just starting out. You're just learning. And so that feedback is absolutely crucial. It's been crucial for me to grow and to become better and to uh, to create better books, to create better content, to become a better communicator. And so that email list has absolutely been key for me because I can email my list and say, hey, you know, here's my new book. I would love to hear what you think about it. And they will actually write me back and let me know, uh, like a large proportion of those people versus, you know, maybe one in a thousand people who buys one of my books actually just, you know, emails me mm. and lets me know the feedback based on the books. So having that two-way communication for me has been absolutely crucial because then I can like, actually read emails from people and talk to people on the phone and Skype and get to know them on a deeper level. Like right before this interview, Sean, you told me about Sue, who is your ideal, you know, your mm-hmm. listener for this show. It's like your avatar, sort of your ideal customer for this show. And that's amazing Like that you know that. Like most authors, they just have no idea who their audience is. They have no idea who's reading their books. And if you have no idea who's paying your bills, who's feeding you, it's going to be really hard to keep food on the table because you're not going to be providing them exactly what they want and the way they want it. And so having that that two-way feedback is absolutely crucial for success. In in getting this feedback, let's go one level beyond that feedback. So you get this email list, you've built it up, and now you're starting to get feedback. What are you actually doing with that feedback once you're getting it? So, I mean, there's a couple of different different ways. So there's first, I think, is you have to filter stuff, right? So Sometimes people will just write you an email and maybe they're, they're ticked off, they're angry, they'll write you negative review on Amazon, they'll write you a scathing email. And there may or may not be any constructive criticism in there. So sometimes people just are angry, they're having a bad day, they want to vent, and you're the closest mm. person, so they're going to vent on you. 
And if that's yeah. the case, you know, you can just throw it out, delete it, whatever you have to do. You know, it's going to be disappointing. Rejection sucks. It's part of the game. You're going to be an author. Mm-hmm. You're going to be an entrepreneur. You're going to be creating something new and sharing it with the world. You're going to get bad feedback. So first of all, I want to prepare you for that. Okay. If you haven't experienced that yet, it sucks. But that's how, that's just life. You're going to have to deal, you know, as you become more and more successful, you're going to have to deal with more and more stuff like that. It's just disappointing. And so first, I would say just get rid of the negative stuff unless you can actually read it and, and come back with, with uh, you know, an idea of how you can improve. Because sometimes in the middle of a scathing letter, there's actually a really good idea in there that if you could, you know, conceptualize it and accept it and implement it in your business, it would, would actually make you a better writer, a better person. So... Um, that's, that's how I kind of filter, filter out the negative stuff, but see if I can find really those key lessons, those key ideas that can help me improve. And, uh, and I think you just have to really check with your own intuition and see, you know, does this recommendation from this reader, does it make sense for me? You know, does it, does it, and also, you know, see as you get more and more feedback, see if people are matching it. Like if five people tell you the same thing, they're probably right. Right. If it's just Mm -hmm. one person and you never hear about it again, you know, maybe maybe it was just a, a quirk, uh, individual personality preference that they had. That's not really something you need to change about what you're writing and what you're doing. So, um, for me, it's you know, it's it's a very fluid thing. I don't know if there's like any hard and fast rules about yeah, how to do no. it. Yeah, no. Well, what about? Do you have a story of something that somebody told you or shared with you that you initially thought, ah, I don't know about this, but you made the change and you found out that it was actually a good thing to change? Yeah. So, the, I mean, there's been so many things, so many little tweaks. So. I remember one reader mentioned I used the word so a lot in my writing. <laughs> like I would start sentences with so and I would, you know, it would be my bridge between paragraphs. And yeah. And he was like, you know, you use so 73 times in this book. And, and I was like, that's amazing. This guy counted all the times I used that word in my book. <laughs> and that's so cool. Um, and so that, I mean, that for me was like a perfect example of great constructive criticism because it, it was a crutch for me. It was a writing crutch for me. And mm. so, and absolutely, I mean, and I still use the word so a lot, but I don't use it 73 okay. times in a book, right? So I, I still, and I say it all the time, so it's just a, it's just kind of a habit for me. <laughs> now we're, now we got everybody counting. Yeah, you, you count the they're going to re-listen to it. For the apology, maybe 73, I don't know, quite a few. <laughs> um, but that's just, uh, it's just a great example of, of, yeah. you know, someone who cared enough about me and about yeah. my work to take the time to do that and, and to let me know so that I could improve. And that's an absolute blessing. I mean, you know, I wasn't paying that person to give me feedback. They weren't a paid editor, but they just did it out of their kindness of their own heart. And I've seen so many emails like that from readers where they just, you know, they'll point out a typo, they'll point out a mistake, or they'll just, you know, give me an idea for a new book. And sometimes I'm, I'm like, I don't want to write a book on that, but I appreciate that these people took the time out of their lives to you know, share with me that those ideas and that feedback. Um, that's so valuable. I mean, I think the the biggest thing you know, as you become an author and and you become successful and you have lots of people reading your books, is like to become hum- to, like to stay humble, you know, and to appreciate that people aren't just spending money to buy your books; they're spending time, right? They're spending lots of time reading your stuff, and you know, that that to me is a, is a is an absolute pr- privilege to be able to have that kind of responsibility and. Just being grateful for that, I think, is really, really crucial. Okay, so, Tom, you've written a number of books. you published them. You've seen some success with this. Why don't we dive into just one marketing tactic that you can share with us that's working well for you? I want 
I don't want it to be email. We've heard a lot of folks oh, talk about email. It's number I know, one. I know it's number one. Well, why don't we jump into that for a little bit, but give us something else, like something other than email that's working well for your business. Okay, so yeah, email is crucial, number one. You have to do it. If you haven't done it, do it. That's all I'll say about that. Um, other than email, I think there's a couple of really cool things you can do. Uh, there's actually a lot of really cool things that you can do. What I try to, when I work with my clients, I want you to focus on one major thing, like one major way to create content. So educational marketing. Think of marketing not as like marketing and sales or promotion. Think of it as education. Because if people knew enough about your book, about your products, about your services, about your ideas, if they knew enough about it, they would buy it. It'd be like a no-brainer, right? Mm. But the problem is they just don't know about it. They don't have that education yet. They don't have that information yet. And so everything when I look at marketing, I don't think about marketing and promotion and sales. I think about education. How can I educate more people? How can I reach more people? And there's lots of ways to do it. Um, I would say do something on the internet where it's it's automated and scalable. So like this podcast interview is going to be live on the website, on iTunes, on Stitcher, you know, for years and years and years. So the one, you know, half hour we spent together today is going to have results over years and years and years. And so when I'm looking at marketing, I want to do education and I want to do something long term. That's going to make a difference long term. Not just, mm. you know, overnight sell five books. That's great. Or 500 books. That's great. But if I can create educational content that's going to last for years and years and years and years and years, that's amazing. Because one thing about the, about the publishing business, Sean, a lot of people don't understand from the business perspective is that copyrights last at least 75 years after death, right? So your guaranteed income from your books, if they're published on Amazon or elsewhere, you're guaranteed income for 75 years at least, right? And so oh. if you want a strong marketing strategy, it's got to be a marketing strategy that's going to last 75 years, Right sustainable marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of things you can do with book launches and short-term promotions, but you want to do long-term stuff. So some great long-term stuff you can do, videos, videos on YouTube, videos on your website, blogging, podcasting, uh, interviews on like the radio or TV, um, any kind of content you can create that's educational, that's going to connect with people that you can post online somewhere in some form that's going to stay there for many, many, many years. That to me is the most powerful marketing uh, return on investment you can get. Fantastic. And with that, Tom, of those, the video, the blogging, the podcast, and that additional content, which of those for you today is like blowing it out of the water? YouTube has been huge. It's been absolutely huge for me. I started on YouTube, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. And you can go back and look at my original videos. I mean, they're horrible. I had like a little flip cam thing. It was like $100. <laughs> this was like before I even had a smartphone. Uh, yeah. a little flip cam and, and it's horrible. The videos are all shaky. They're awful. Um, but it worked, you know, and, and I got better. And as I started to make more money on my online business, I started to invest in better equipment and better gear and better microphones and better video cameras. And it, that, those investments have paid off many, many fold. Fantastic. So Tom, the last question in this episode of the author hangout is this, you are looking back over the years and you've seen all this success with your publishing and if you were starting all over again today as a self-published author what three things would you tell yourself to do to help you sell more books yeah great question so every single day what i would do is i, I would create a daily action plan and i would make it mandatory that every single day i have to do these things and so every single day i would write for at least 15 minutes Every single day, I would record or create one piece of educational content, whether that's a video or an interview or a blog post. I would create something educational that's going to go online immediately to be shared with the world. And number three, I would start building an email list. 
I mean, I would have a website <laughs> with an opt-in yeah. form and a free offer where people could go and to sign up and stay connected with me on a personal basis. Tom, we have a lot of fiction writers that are listening in. And I know, I, I hear it, I think I know what you're going to say, but they're thinking, well, Tom, he's a non-fiction guy. Does this work with fiction? Absolutely. So it does. You just have to be a little bit more creative, and you have to find what your strengths are. So I know, like, I have some clients who are fiction writers, and that's all they want to do. They don't want to write about writing. They just want to write. They just want to write stories. And if that's you, that's great. So anything that you write that you don't think is publishing worthy, and I know a lot of novelists and fiction authors feel that way, post it on your blog. Post those short stories on your blog. Ask for feedback. Mm. Maybe even share a snippet at the beginning or the end and say, hey, this is why I didn't choose to publish this book or this story because I feel like the characters are too weak or whatever, right? And get feedback mm -hmm. from people and put that out there. Share that information out there. I think a lot of people, you know, you, uh, you, you stay stuck, right? You stay stuck in your room writing by yourself and you don't get that stuff out there. You don't share it because if you're not publishing it, if you're not putting it on your blog, you're not sharing your, your ideas, your stories with people, um, you're missing out on a big opportunity. So I think just being willing to be rejected being willing to put yourself out there and even to say, you know, to be humbly and humble and say, you know, I think this story is awful, but I'm sharing it here because I want to become a better writer and I would love your feedback on how I can make this story even better. That fantastic. is a fantastic yeah. marketing strategy and I don't see very many people doing it, but it's, it's a great way to connect with people and, and to be authentic. People want to connect with authors and, and uh, leaders who are authentic. And as long as you're being yourself and you're being, you know, uh, you're willing to accept that feedback, you, you will grow and you'll become better. You know, Tom, I was just thinking as you were talking, one of the other areas that authors could consider is creating a pilot series as a podcast and just do like five episodes as a podcast, throw it up on iTunes, find out and see what people are thinking about it, especially as as much as podcasting is in the ears and people are love hearing stories. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I mean, any way you can get your message or stories out to people is going to make a difference. It's going to make an impact. And so I think it's just finding out what your strengths are. I mean, so for some people, like, they would never want to do, like, a podcast. Yeah. Like, they just, you yeah. know, they just don't want to. And that's okay. So find out what your strengths are and where you can tap into a larger audience on the Internet. And you will find people. You will find your following. And you'll become better and better and better. And that's just how it works. I mean, we all started at zero, Sean. Like, everyone starts <laughs> at zero. Hugh Howie started at zero. Joanna Penn yeah. started at zero. You know, J.K. Rowling started at zero. Everyone starts at zero. And so what you want to do is just every day make a little bit of progress, and you'll be amazed what you can do over the next year, three years, five years, ten years, and more. Fantastic. Thank you, Tom. And as we close things out in this episode of The Author Hangout, why don't you share with people how they can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So if you want to learn more about self-publishing, how to get your books published on Kindle, I've got that free video training course for you at ebookpublishingschool.com. That's ebookpublishingschool.com. And I also have the podcast show, The Publishing Profits Podcast. You can find that on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Um, and then also the, the publishing company site and my blog is tckpublishing.com. And my contact info is on all those websites. So if you want to reach me, email me personally, feel free to reach out. And I, I will do my best to respond and get back to you. And uh, any questions you have, any help you need, I'm here for you. Such a great show with Tom. And the one thing that he shared, and I want to underscore in this commentary, is this one idea. We all start at zero. Let me let that sink in. We all start at zero. I'm not sure where you're at. 
you might be a successful author like Mark Dawson. You might be somebody who is just starting out writing your book through NaNoWriMo. You might be somebody who has written a couple of books, published them on Amazon, but is not seeing the success that you want. You might be somebody who's done the same thing and found success, but we all deal with the mindset and the human emotion of failure. Failure that prevents us from doing anything more in order to get to where we want to go. And as an author, we need to constantly remind ourselves that we all start at zero. What we do today is not going to be what it looks like us doing it a year from now. Hopefully, in that time of process of you writing, of you editing, of you proofreading, of you doing social media, of you doing mailing lists, of you doing Facebook ads, of you doing anything that's required in order for you to sell more books, what you do today can be improved upon. But if you have the mindset that you will not succeed You create a self-fulfilling prophecy that will generate the result of no success. Because if you tell yourself, I can't do this, it's not going to work, well, guess what's going to happen? It's not going to work. But having the mindset that I understand that we all start at zero, and what happens today may not be perfect, but I can improve upon it, that systematic development of your craft and anything you're doing to become an entrepreneur in selling more books, that mindset is going to be a winning mindset to help you move forward. So I don't know, like I said, where you're at. You might have success as an author, but you might be struggling with trying something new. You might have tried some form of advertising and it hadn't worked before, but try it again because it might work today because you've improved upon your craft. I'm not sure if you've written your last words and you just don't have any more words and you're completely blank. You feel like giving up because you just can't do it anymore because you're not seeing success. I want to encourage you to keep moving forward that this time next year, that your life as a writer is going to be much more improved and different so long as you keep the mindset that, you know what? We all start at zero. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening into another episode of The Author Hangout. Thanks for listening to The Author Hangout. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher to get the new episodes delivered directly to your device. Watch the video from this episode and get the transcript at theauthorhangout.com. The Author Hangout is brought to you by bookmarketingtools.com. As an author, you might be stuck not knowing exactly what to do to market your books and yourself effectively. No problem. Book Marketing Tools has you covered through our free guide, the ultimate author checklist for online book marketing. From start to finish, you will get a broad and detailed understanding on how you can effectively go from selling no books to reaching hundreds of readers. You can get this free resource at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks. And when you sign up, you enroll in our exclusive weekly author email where we share with you the latest tools and tips for authors covering things like how to find readers, selling more books, how to get book reviews, and everything an author needs to be effective in reaching readers. You can get the guide and sign up at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks.